Welcome back, Mates Beer and Footy AFL Podcast, Round 4, Episode 5. That's the one. Easter weekend's done and dusted. Yeah, crazy round, all sorts happening. It was, and the two closest games were the first game on the Thursday, Collingwood-Brisbane, and then the Easter Monday clash, Geelong-Hawthorne. And Geelong-Hawthorne wasn't a great game to watch by any means. But it was close at the end, so yeah. it was enthralling. That's that what way. you want. And those games have a habit of throwing that out, don't they, wherever they're sitting. Which oh. is like a showdown or a derby. Well, derby's not lately, but yeah, that's they right. have a history, a close history at times. So yeah, and, yeah it was and, entertainment. And Geelong aren't playing great footy at all. It's not fun to watch at all them play. No. Their, their midfield is slow. I don't know what they're doing with Hawkins now. Um, yeah, he's battling. At, yeah, and their back line just looks lost. But they, they have two wins out of three. Yeah, so, well, that's the thing. They, I mean, good teams find a way to adapt, and, and their their controlling style of game doesn't sit all that well against sides that want to rush and move the ball quickly either. They don't set up easily, so they don't have the best skill to do it. That's what I, I'm finding with it. They're turning the ball over quite a lot. Yeah, yeah and I, I did know. see Higgins has done a hamstring. Yeah, he's so. he's in a bit of bother. So they might they might be feeling the pinch a little bit, but they're banking wins two out of three. Oh, that's it. That's They've all you need time. to do. You still get the win. Oh, Doesn't matter if it's time. pretty footy or not. And then the Collingwood Brisbane on the Thursday night that was a great game. Like it looked like Brisbane had just about out of it in the last thirty seconds. Collingwood just fell away or something happened, but they got the ball straight down the middle into Daniel Rich's hands, the last bloke you want with it, and he kicks it straight down the throat, and he, they get a goal after the siren light. Exciting. It's what you like to see, unless you're a Collingwood supporter. But uh, in the last 30 seconds of a game, you know, yeah. emotions are high, mistakes happen. Yeah, absolutely. They'll rue that, but, you know. Oh, where they lost it, where I noticed they lost it, is their midfield dominance. So Grundy had so many hit-outs, and Buckley stated after the game, it's an overrated stat, the hit-outs. But you're watching him. He, w- he was hitting it to the Brisbane players. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why they were... Losing it out of the middle. He, he dominated that Brisbane Ruckman. Just get it to your own player. Look at Nick Nat on Saturday night. The third quarter, I think the first five minutes, they showed three or four in a row centre bounces. He just jammed it down their throats, straight in the forward line goal. So, yeah, I don't think it's all the Ruckman. It's, it's also um, midfield coaching oh, and absolutely. formations around yeah. the ball. If, you're, if your midfielders aren't in the right spot or well, they're not communicating, could go anywhere. And, and other teams sharp, the better Ruckman, a lot anyway. So, but, but the Collingwood midfields aren't bad players. Like Pendlebury side bottom. They, these guys, Adams, they've been around a while. Yeah. They've played with Grundy for a long time. Well, they should, no. That's but... right. So, yeah. So, well, fair play to Collingwood. They had a crack, but they're probably uh, falling right away now, I think. Oh, they'll be struggling to make the eight at the end of the year, the way they're going. Well, that was one they needed. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll struggle. I think they're a, a little rung or two behind the, the top handful of teams. Yeah, and what about the other surprises of the round? Sydney demolishing Richmond. I mean, that was 45 points, but that margin is flattering. Sydney had eight posters. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could have yeah. been another 40 points. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, that was a flogging, and it could be a case of readjustment required for the Tigers as well, similar to the Cats, but as we said, the Cats are banking wins, and Richmond aren't, Well, based on that. Yeah, so oh, I think as well, Sydney got everyone on the hop starting early. That might just peter off as it goes, but yeah, we'll geez, they're playing good footy. Oh, they it's are. They're great, so and good. they're scoring highly. It's everything yeah. that you want. Rested, buddy. Rested, buddy, well, for the big game played, like that. He would have been alive. Richmond at the G, was that their first loss at the MCG 
to an interstate team or something in like 18 months oh, or two years or yeah, something we, ridiculous. Yeah, like, Tigers don't lose a lot at the no. MCG. So, but, and you shouldn't know. either, but that's all right. That's okay. I think though, Hardwick said there's learnings from it, which is exactly right. It's round three. If that had to happen round 21, well, that's a different story. So of I course. think they'll be all right. The other one, the Eagles tore Port Adelaide apart. So Port Adelaide with yes, a real deal. Another. They're supposed to be the premiership fancies and the Eagles made them look silly. And that margin's pretty flattering too because they mm. had kicked two goals in the first half. Yeah, it was 50-odd points by then, wasn't it? Yeah, so... Yeah, well, that's uh, that sets up a really big game on Friday, which we'll get into later. But uh, and, and I didn't see the game, but um, obviously Port just went oh, up the level. Just weren't there. They, they couldn't get their hands on the ball. Eagles just dominated straight out of the ruck, straight to their Rovers, and then straight into the forward line. And if Port did get it down the other end, McGovern and Brass and Shepard and Hearn, just see you later, we're out of here. So Eagles just played that game on their own terms. Port looked like they were there in the first 30 seconds, and then after that it was gone. <laughs> Honestly, that's how quick it turned. Yeah. Um, oh, very, the, very um, daunting, the Eagles. Ca- Carlton by 45 over the Dockers. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, oh, Carlton, they finally made it, everything. They, they played the Dockers, like... The Dockers got flogged by Melbourne, flogged by Carlton now, and they flogged GWS, but GWS aren't there. No, that's so, not looking like a great one. And Melbourne, though, by the same token, is sort of Frank's Frank's a bit of form because they're starting to look good. Well, they they beat GWS, but again, they've played Saints, or they've played Dockers, Saints, and GWS, and those three teams yeah. aren't really up to it either. So I'm not sold on Melbourne yeah. still at this stage. A few reads to get, but I'm not minding the way they're going about it. But I just think... Uh, the biggest shock for me out of all of those is Essendon. Oh, the Essendon. way they, de, you know, demolish St Kilda. Oh. St Kilda maybe aren't travelling at all, but I had no hope at all for Essendon, and they just put on a show. Oh, they were terrible, St Kilda. They were really, really mm. bad. They Sorry. looked like a team that had just never played at that level before, and I think all their confidence is gone. And Essendon the week before got slaughtered by Port Adelaide, and they come out with a point to prove. Yeah. And they, they did. Missing they, some of their pl- injured players from that game as well. So, yeah, that, that wasn't just a small margin. 75 points. Yeah, I didn't see it coming at all. Nah. So I'm interested to see how both of those teams in particular... Obviously, you've got Richmond, Sydney, Port and the Eagles. All of these teams where they've got a big margin one way or the other. It's fascinating to see where they land next week. But Essendon and the Saints, they've gone the opposite way I expected. And I'm really curious to see how each of those teams follows on from those respective results. So, yeah, fascinating coming yeah. up. So the biggest winner of the round, and I've just gone by teams, is, we mentioned it before, I said Sydney. They they beat Richmond comprehensively. I'm not rubbing yeah. it in. I'm not rubbing it in, no, no. but they, no one anticipated that. No, they really absolutely good. not. Yeah. It was a big one. But the biggest winner for me, it, it, as teams as well, there are two in particular... But I would side with the Eagles. I think the way they played, yeah. they were playing at home, but they really... And you think they'd be around the mark anyway, whereas Sydney's was a, like a going through the barrier a little bit. We thought the Eagles would be there anyway, but that win just showed they were going to be virtually impossible to beat in Perth. Their game against the Bulldogs was no disgrace, and if they'd won that, and they were a kick-off really, yeah. we'd be talking about that differently as well. And I think they'll be... They are looking good to carry this form on and they ought to be seeking a top-two finish and from there we know uh, how hard they are to beat. So I think they were the team, standalone team probably now, that looked like the team to beat. 
Yeah, they they're gonna they got another what ten eleven games at home, yeah, which they'll win. I think they are. Yeah. So and they'll they'll take some teams interstate as well. Of course. I think they're so. top two for sure. And if that happens, well, that is a big win. Well, then they just win the first two games at home and just have to worry about the last game on, at at the MCG, don't they? So huge home ground advantage there. And like we said before, St Kilda that they were the biggest loser I thought of the weekend. And the other one, the other stat that I picked out of it. Essendon had the youngest team on the weekend. Right. Out of all the teams that played, that that's phenomenal that they smashed St Kilda up like that. The baby Bombers. Yeah. Nah. And then another surprising stat, that's what I was going to say to you before, I wrote this down earlier, Carlton had the fourth oldest side on the weekend. Where are they heading? The emerging young blues. Where are they heading? Yeah, that's Honestly. a worry. That is a worry. Yeah. And I, don't, I couldn't name too many of their players that are that old either. Like, well, so, they're all sort of just older than average, I guess. Yeah, they don't have too many absolute. I think that's concerning. Apart from bets, if that's that's how it is for them, if they're an old list and they're yeah. just they're winning games against Fremantle and then losing against Collingwood and who's the other one they Richmond played? Richmond was Richmond. the other one. Like, they, they've got no chance this year. They're not heading. They're not progressing. You wouldn't say they're treading water now, as it looks. But Ryan. He got the mark of the year. Looks title. like it. He well, should he, have had it the week yeah, before. He was robbed last week. He was robbed last week. <laughs> well, my loser of the week. I, I won't choose them every week. I think we already knew where they were going. I agree with the Saints, but you know, I'm a gentleman. I won't just agree with that. North Melbourne. Yeah. This is going to be a weekly occurrence. They've put. They've already put out the message to the members. You know, when that comes out, stick with us. It's going to be a journey. It's going to be a hell of a journey. And uh, they're in the doldrums, and I would not be surprised if in 10 weeks' time the conversations are starting again around first winless season. I know the Crows avoid it, teams always avoid it, but you know they could play, um, they just struggle to get near anyone, so let alone beat them. North's three scores so far, 65 against Port Adelaide, 39 against Gold Coast, and, and then 39 yeah. on the weekend. Well, against Port, they didn't look too bad. They had a lot of enthusiasm. They tried things, yeah. they got young guys. Yeah. They're wearing out. They shouldn't wear out after three weeks. They but don't have, they don't have like a huge it. injury list. I mean, like yeah, Robbie Tarrant. There's not much there. I think McDonald and that. Like, but well, they're, they're not great come players. Back, but they're not going to come back and get you another five goals. They might save five, and then it's only a 98-point yeah. win. No, so bad news them for them. Yeah. And, and not only that, but they're a club that is fighting for... Um, the spotlight and for relevance at the best of times. Yeah. Because they're off Broadway. Well, and that, they're getting pumped like this every week. Not to mention the merger talks, yeah, Tasmania, Tasmania talks. I'm not sure yeah, how, yeah. if any of that will realistically progress, but they need to do something because it's, it's almost Fitzroy-esque at the moment to me a little bit. Well, the AFL wanted to send them to the Gold Coast. In a lot of ways, that would have been better, but that's uh And then we wouldn't have a GWS, you know. That's we right. had to have another side, All so we didn't sons. have the buys. Yeah, we would have had the yeah, North Melbourne Suns. So, so, but all the Gold Coast. Route. That's the hand they're at the moment. They just got to play it out. I oh, think. Yeah. I think the kids are got to start showing something. Um, I just don't see too many leaders on the field besides Goldstein. He's not a big talker anyway. Well, so. Zebel in theory, but he's not really going his best way. But on the flip side, we got a ten goal player already, and a player that outscored North and a hundred point margin. So <laughs> 100. there are a few little shining lights. Ten, but ten goals is fantastic, isn't it? Mm. Actually, he could have well been the winner. Zach Bailey could have been the winner for his after the goal, yeah, after the siren goal. But no, ten goals—it's great. great to see. It is good to see. And I would love to be watching it. 
Texas is on fire. Yeah, he's flying. That's and that's real that he could carry on with that because he hasn't. It's not three fluky weeks. He's playing yeah. great football. Uh, the last eighteen months, he's barely got a game for that side. Pretty he much. has been pretty ordinary mm. on the field, right? And, yeah, well, he and now he's come out. He is the number one powerful. He's the number one forward in the AFL right now. He is at the moment. After three rounds. Oh, I'd, I'd like to see it continue. I reckon it's a great story. <laughs> and and confident for one more week. Of course it will. <laughs> He'll let score north, don't worry. <laughs> We're going with a certainty early, are we? I think Rory Laird probably will too. <laughs> so let's get into the tips for round four, hey? They'll kick a higher score than North Melbourne have supporters at the venue. <laughs> anyway, where were we? We just do not like North. <laughs> I, I just feel, I feel bad for him. If you follow North, man, oh man. But uh, we've all been there. Hey, they've made a couple of prelims. They, were, they went yeah, far off a couple of years ago. ago. So, no, they threw, so Brad Scott threw everything at, yeah, at it, and no. that's what happens. The cliff is always emerging. So round four, let's get into yes. it. And a cracker. Sydney Essendon. These two oh, teams. Well. No, it is. It yeah. always is a good showing at the SCG. When you go back through the history of these two sides, they usually are close games. But Yes. The Gary Rowan mark a few years ago, I remember. Yeah, yeah. No, and the shaking of the goalpost. Oh, that remember was that yeah, one? a couple of days. Yeah. Rampy, yeah. The true gentleman. His uh, stuff was fantastic with Macintosh. On it, the was good. it was yeah, good. Yeah. It's the opposite of Dangerfield in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. But we've just talked about that before. So we'll let that one slide. Yeah, oh, the danger thing's done, but Dane Rampy gets a tick. That so was well done. Sydney Essendon. Now, I'm saying that. I still think of Sydney by 14, I've picked here, but... If Essendon continue on the way they played last week, I know they were playing the Saints, but they actually scored fast, quick mm. footy out of the centre. Um, that'd be good. I hope Essendon do so show something, but I think Sydney, oh, too strong at home easily here. So. Yeah, Sydney were playing Richmond, and it wasn't the best Richmond, but it was still Richmond. It's probably the best Sydney, though, was it? Yeah, oh, it didn't oh, have Buddy, pretty but, close. Yeah, but I mean, not just not in terms of personnel, but in terms of. Um, how the they they're in, not yeah. there, maybe not their endeavour, but they weren't playing their best football. But they were still the Tigers. That are, they're not easy to beat at no. the G. Whereas Essendon played the Saints, who are clearly just all over the place at, at their home ground yeah. too. Well, true, Saints but Essendon play played Marvel. well. That's yeah. both of their home grounds. But I think that's more of an outlier to me than the Swans beating Richmond. Oh. I think the way they're playing is conducive to beating teams. And I, I th- I'd expect them to win by five goals, I think. There you go. I, I, just I don't, don't think the Bombers think, are still um, that good. Yeah, I don't think Richmond gave up. I think St Kilda gave up. I think that's the yeah. difference. So Essendon were running over the top. Yeah, I think Saints gave up on that game. But but in saying that, these games in Sydney have a history of being close. They do. So, But I think well, we're both on the same page, along with 99% of the population picking <laughs> Sydney there, don't worry. Is that serious, 99 Oh, it would yeah, be, wouldn't um, it? It should be a really free-flowing game too because it's the way they're playing. And hopefully it is a cracker because then it will lead on to probably the best game of the season so oh, far that we're getting here. Just think about being in the change rooms before this one. Never tear us apart, oh. hey? The, this is the prelim. Port will remember mm. this, the deliberate, non-deliberate call-out about. Oh, it was deliberate. In the prelim. It doesn't matter. Would have only tied the scores, I think, anyway, though. But... but because they won by six, I think. Yeah, won by six but in the end. that will be in Port's mind. And Richmond, Hardwick will be telling them all week, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. So this is going to be cracker. If this was at the G, I'd pick Richmond. But because it's at Adelaide Oval, I'm picking Port by 12. What you're saying already was going to be intriguing no matter what happened on the weekend. But the fact both teams got towed up yeah. 
And these are two teams that we, I still probably think should make the top four. Although there's some evolving to do around game styles, potentially now we've seen what teams can do to them. But I just... I I agree Port should win the game. Yeah. But I think the focal... For one of these teams to go two and two, especially if it's Port, it's not good. It's not ideal in front of their home fans. Not good for Richmond if they go two and two. But I think Port, with the home ground behind them, they will be fired up and they're yeah. going to be... Those first five minutes should be absolute fire. This is going to be the best game... I, I make a call early. This could be the best game of the year. Oof. Well, their game last year was the best game of the year. Oh, the prelim. The prelim, yeah, but even absolutely. their mid-season game. Oh, it was too, yeah. It was an yeah. incredible game. So, who are you picking, Chris? Port, Port should win the game. So, Port? Should win, I think, by a goal. It could be another real Six thriller. Six points, yeah. No, I, I, I hope it is. I really do hope it is. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. And Richmond, I think you're right. That's a good point. If Richmond go 2-2, two and two, I think they can catch that mm. up later on. Port go 2-2... Two and two, They've got to win all the rest of their games at home and a couple away, and that that's yeah. that's not an easy task. While Richmond could probably get a string of eight in a row that they could take out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, so, that could potentially yeah. happen, and they'll I suppose get a run of games at the and then, in Melbourne. And then we go on to another cracker, Chris. Well, it should be because Richmond first versus thirteenth, but the Lions aren't thirteenth no, standard no, of team, no. so. This is going to be a ripper too. And the Lions, they played at Marvel against... I mean, it was Collingwood and they won by a point. But they, they look like they handled Marvel pretty well. Yeah. So they're settled now for another week. We, it's going to be, again, the contrasting styles because the Lions don't mind that keepy-off stuff and the dogs don't mind rushing it through. But they can both turn it on. Oh, and I can't back against the dogs. I know they beat North Melbourne last week, but oh. the dogs are playing good footy. Oh, sensational. Still on fire. I'm going dogs by 12. Yeah, I hope it's closer. Oh, it'll be a fascinating game. I think the Lions have a little bit more of a run and gun and, and kicking game. The Bulldogs handball game, it's, I said it last week, oh, it's, it's really incredible yeah. the way they play. I reckon... Oh, I'm with you. This is another one of those games. Whoever, Well, it's actually in Ballarat, isn't it? It's not at Mars. Oh, sorry. My mistake. But... Nevertheless, oh, that's Mars. that's as good as Mars. A... Sorry, not Mars. What was that? I thought it Mars. Was Mars at the start. It is I don't know why. Mars. Yeah, it is Mars. But you said it a little bit like the... a goat. <laughs> the goat. Or Ballarat. Then I think the dogs will win it easily. Yeah. Oh, because it'll snow. Or it'll something. be cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah, it's one of those games. If we're in Brisbane, you tip the Lions. I think the dogs should win. I'll say. Did you say twelve? Yeah. Okay, I won't do that then. I'll say eight. Should be I a think... ripper. Jeez, I, I might better not make plans. Now you've said that. I actually think it's really disappointing. That it's at Ballarat. Considering the Lions are a big ticket team, maybe not a high drawing team in, in I mean, Victoria, but Saturday at eleven thirty, I still could imagine that that game could have had thirty, forty thousand people to it yeah, easily enough. So. Two big games, uh, teams yeah. looking for top four both. Now this one, oh, I actually think this will be a bit of a fizzer. Saints mm-hmm. Eagles. It'll be great for me to watch as an Eagles fan because I just don't think the Saints are going to do anything. There, well. There's a lot of talk. They had their big moment with the Spud game two weeks ago, and they fell over like yeah, they, they did. did. They rolled over against Essendon. They can talk all they want, but I think Nick Nat and the midfield is going to absolutely tear him apart. And Brad Hill, well, you might as well leave him open because if he <laughs> plays this weekend, and it's yeah, a big if that is they don't if. drop him, um, let's see what he can do. Well, it, now I've said all that, they could turn it around, but I just can't see it. I'm really disappointed in them, the way they've started. So. Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. And the first game against the Giants, which we were all lauding and saying, what a show of character. Yeah. As we've said, the Giants' form isn't franking that at all. So yeah. We got sucked in. We got sucked in to how we thought the Giants were 
honestly. And if they had a lost that one, they'd be 0-3 and everyone would be writing him off as a basket case. Well, I think they'll show something. And initially, the first half at least, I think they will go... I reckon, in fact, they'll be potentially in front or within a goal or two of the Eagles. But I think the Eagles will get away and win by about 30 points. I got him by 36. Yeah, it should be comfortable. And if the Eagles can carry on their vein of form, jeez... You know another stat from last weekend? St Kilda, this is how bad they were and how poor a showing they were. In the first half, they had 12 tackles. And oh, Dunstall said on the commentary, I, th- I think it was actually the worst one since the AFL era. God. And Dunstall said, it's alright if you've got low tackles. When like You could imagine Essendon having that stat because they were so dominant. Because <laughs> they had the ball <laughs> yeah. the whole time. But that just shows the lack of intent. If it wasn't yeah. for Jack Steele, they would have lost by another 10 points or 20. Yeah. Easy. He is... He's brilliant. Oh, he's yeah. fantastic. He's an absolute goer. Yeah. Heart and soul sort of player. And now, it's good to see that he, if that he can do it when the chips are down as well and going against them. Well, someone had to. So, Gold Coast, Carlton. Still not overly excited about Gold Coast. Definitely not about Carlton. Yeah. Mm. But this, these two teams are pretty even where they are at the moment. <sighs> so, could actually be a cracker as well. One of them will have to win. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Maybe could not. be dancing with your sister at the wedding. Could oh. be a draw. <laughs> well, it's, when you look at it, like, these are two teams. Where are they really at? I, I agree that Carlton, to me, they don't inspire a lot of hope. That What you said about the fourth oldest side oh, that isn't great. astonishing. Yeah. Patrick Cripps uh, made a really good return to form. Harry Mackay, who was our buzz player for Carlton at the start of the year, he's showing that. Yep. It'll be, him versus Collins is going to be an absolute ripper. Ah, uh, the Suns. I don't know. I think is it Sw- Oh, Wits rather. He's Wits out. Is got out. a long term injury. Yeah, Carlton don't have too great a ruckman either. Oh, I'm picking Gold Coast pretty easy by thirty. I've got Gold Coast. I'm just no. decided then. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carlton will get up there and beat them. Yeah, Twelve okay. points. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sold on either team. Mm. So I, I could see both results happening. There you go. Well, one of us, <laughs> unless it's a draw, we'll, we'll get one up. Collingwood GWS. Now this one's pretty interesting, but I, see Collingwood, I don't have a lot of faith in, and this is a little bit of a gimme for them. I feel like when they have a chance to sort of try and show what they're made of, they're not going to have to probably because the Giants. Not only are they struggling horribly, but the injuries are just mounting as well. So Saturday night, let's put it this way: at five twenty-five PM WA time, are you going to be watching Gold Coast Carlton or are you going to be watching Collingwood GWS? Honestly, there's not much that I'm. Changing Lucky channels, we're, flicking through. We're we? spoiled in the first couple of days. We and are. And then we it are. Dries up a bit. It's such a shame because Collingwood GWS, these two teams last year were top eight teams. Were well, they? The Giants weren't. Oh, Collingwood would, did just close enough to I think the Giants. Well, they but were they, around there. Yeah, and Gold Coast Carlton were probably bottom four. So, I, I don't know. I'm not excited about this game either. I think GWS, as bad as Collingwood are, still. I think GWS are right down the bottom. Could be a bottom four finish, which is so disappointing. Oh, it will be if it happens. Uh, oh, Collingwood by 25 here. Did I say margin? No. Did you say Collingwood? No. Oh, yeah. Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood will certainly win. Oh, I shouldn't say that because my tips are so poor. Certainty. It's a uh, certainty. But it could be a good certainty. The thing about Collingwood is they do look... That first half against Carlton, if we want to go back there, they look really, really dangerous. If they can play that style of footy... They could win by 10 goals. They lost to the Bulldogs by 16. They smashed Carlton. or 21. 21, but it was... And they lost to Brisbane by a point. They lost to Brisbane by a point. So they're thereabouts. They should win. I think six goals. You said 30, did you? I said said 25. Oh, 25. There you go. Now, here we go. This was the bottom of the 
bottom of the table clash that we had at the start of the year. You can now, see I think, now, I think I've lost the North Melbourne battle. Well, no. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> if they win this, it's back on. GWS might be down there too. Don't worry, it could be GWS. But oh yeah, I've I've still, I've still am not convinced that Adelaide are the real deal just yet either. No. So Adelaide will win, but I've only got it by thirty-two. There you go. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you look at those odds. A dollar thirty-one. It's a bit keen getting dollar thirty-one on the Crows now. They do look good. But I, and and North are a little bit of a gimme, but if Adelaide were were a bottom four team that we probably still think they may end up that way, then North should be given some sort of chance. But I really think oh, it's just hard to see, isn't it? It could it's forty eight points. Crows, crows. I don't think North can get get it with any closer to anyone yeah. at the moment. I hate to say that because you want competitive footy, but they're battling. This one will actually be a, a reasonable game. Melbourne Geelong. What's gonna be really interesting. Well I'm not not convinced on Geelong still. And Melbourne, well, they've banked the wins, as we said. They haven't played anyone of challenge yet. This is their first real challenge mm-hmm. and Geelong aren't that convincing. No. So I'm going Geelong in a tight one by ten, but I could actually see Melbourne getting up here still. So the MCG too. Oh so. yeah. No, no, I think uh based on what I've seen and not potential, where I assume Geelong are going to improve beyond the way they're playing now. And Melbourne, they look pretty, to me, look ominous. I don't think they're playing great footy, but there's something about what I'm seeing. I can just see... I can see them having a pretty solid year based on what I've seen in the first three weeks, even if they haven't beaten anyone of, of substance. I think they can... I reckon they can get the Cats. Yeah, okay. Six points. Yep. I reckon they can beat them. Now's the time to play Geelong because I'm certain as the year goes on, they'll tweak their game style and be better than they are now. And the fact they're banking wins by a point by five points now is going to do them wonders come the end of the season. Absolutely. But I think Melbourne, now's the time to get them. Uh, and a close, close game. Should be interesting too. And then we finish off with the Dockers-Hawthorne. And and these two teams could do anything. And the Dockers have shown that. I mean, they smashed GWS, but again, it's GWS. That's right. They got smashed by Carlton. They got towed up by the Demons. But at home, they seem to be a 20-point different team. Oh, more than 20. Yeah. But, for sure. But the Hawks, oh, I'm still not sold on either. They almost need a big environment like the Geelong Easter Sunday game or the Essendon game to actually spark them go. Like, Otherwise, they're just thereabouts, you know? Like, I'm picking the Dockers by one point. Oh. There you go. Is that what you're going to do? Not exactly. <laughs> this game's really interesting. I don't know why, but I just picture this game in my head and I see Hawthorne winning. Frio are a team you can't have faith in. But like you said, they grow a leg in Perth inexplicably. They look amazing when they play at Optus. Yeah. They look woeful when they play I think Pike's back this week too, isn't he? Uh, I'd say he would be yeah. coming back in. And he well, he does make a few goals of a difference. The Hawks are going to be a bit of a nuisance team. Did you see Cole Hardigan's uh, late spoil on Hawkins as well? The oh, old he gave it a couple, style. Of, oh, couple of hits in the back geez. of the head there. They gave it the 50 for it. Oh, yeah. And, well and truly and worth it. And five points difference at the end of the game. Oh, from where he was. I think that was a free <laughs> swing, so to speak. So who oh. are we picking? So hard. <laughs> Hawthorne. Hawks. By one, one point. <laughs> I hope it's a draw with 30 seconds left and someone's got time to kick a point. Whoever it might be. Again. So, so we yeah. peed it off a bit, but those last two games, they should be crackers. 
So yeah, Geelong, Melbourne, or Melbourne, Geelong, and Frio Hawks. They they might actually be two reasonable games to watch. Really exciting, you know. So. I hope so. Melbourne and Geelong really interesting. I think now I would have Melbourne in the top eight come the end of the year if they can maintain the rage. Neither of Frio and Hawthorne. I don't. Yeah, I think I think Melbourne are going to get found out because they're going to have times where they're going to play Eagles, Richmond, and. Port and Dogs and Sydney, and that's where it's probably going to come a bit unstuck. You could be right, because it's they're not playing like a Sydney where you go, whoa, they're just absolutely on fire. But they are winning, and they, they'll build. I, I can see them Sydney, making the top Honestly, eight. Sydney, we need to reroute our calculations. We had a bottom six. They are definitely mid to top six range. Did I range. have a bottom six? I can't remember. Oh, I did. But they are definitely mid to top six range. They've taken out Brisbane away yeah. and Richmond away. Pretty big. They played the Eagles and they beat them at Optus. They're the real deal for by far. Well, if they can do that, <laughs> they, you're pretty much engraving the cup. But uh, but I mean Brisbane at home and Richmond at home. They're two of the toughest out of the three. Mm-hmm. Probably the Eagles at home. Yeah, or and probably Port and Adelaide would be another. Yeah, one. but that's Geelong not bad. At GMHBA. At the end of the year, going. let's count off and see how many teams have beaten those teams at their home base. I bet you it's only Sydney it that will have a crack. Oh, you think really? So yeah. you're telling me I can relax because the Tigers are going to win all the rest of their MCG games? Oh, yeah. And well, they've only got 25 left, is it? <laughs> they've got... <laughs> I think the AFL... For, sorry for them. They've got the last 10, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sydney looked fantastic. It'll be... It is built on a lot of these younger blokes that are doing the work now. So if the, the key is, can they maintain it as the year goes on? And they probably will have dips yeah. throughout the season, but yeah. And I like to see it because they're playing such a great brand of football. So entertaining. So that that's the tips. Yes. So are we into the next section now? Did Our you favourite know, segment? Did you know if I had tipped the opposite of what I'd had tipped up to now, I'd actually be have a high score. <laughs> I've got more wrong than right. I'll leave and you with that. Your certainty last week. We'll go into certainties first, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so you, your certainty. I said two games that I expected to win, and one did. So it's half certain. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> they were favourite to win, I think. Melbourne, it was. 50% of the time, it works every time. There you go. Sex (laughs) Sex demon in this game. So my certainty was was Toby Green was going to whack someone. He was going to get so pissed off, he was going to whack something. Full credit to Toby. He played a blinder. Oh, yeah. He said, this way, boys. I'm going this way. I'm kicking all the goals for you. What did he get, five or something? like? Five. Just dominated the game and didn't turn around and complain once. Because he thought he was in the votes. He's thinking, I can't do this now. I'm going to get a vote today. No, I don't think so. I think he's just got to the point now where he's gone, I'm just going to get my currency up and see what happens at the end of the year. (laughs) Well, he's probably identifying, and hes I think he's going to be there playing captain from now on. Oh, good on him. With the Sindersmosis, I think he had. But good on him. He deserves it. He he was fantastic. He's done a Leighton Hewitt. Everyone loves him now. Everyone hated him the last few years, and now everyone loves him. Yeah, I, I think he's great. For oh, that I do. Club. I always like him. And if they can't get inspired by a small to medium-sized forward absolutely dominating the game, I don't have high hopes for that team for the rest of the year. No, and nor you should. No. You won't have. So the certainties this week. So my certainty, Big Tex is going to kick eight or more. So that's what I'm going north with. Is what you're no, I'm not saying outscoring North. I'm saying Tex is going to get eight, eight or more. Eight or more? Yep. Oh, it's funny you should say that. Oh, why is that? Well, my certainty is that Tex is going to kick seven or less. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big score. Eight. eight I think ten, ten's out there with Josh Bruce. Oh, yeah. But uh, eight for Tex, I think's uh, right up there. I've got one for you. Mm-hmm. 
at least one team, but maybe more, is going to end up with... We won't see this until next week. There will be a mass statement dropping of five or more players from one, one team, team for next week. Are you going to name a team? St Kilda, I'd say. Oh, there we go. I would say At the Giants, but they don't have... So, so St Kilda, after this weekend, yeah. are going to drop five players. Is that going or to is do? It this because weekend? we won't know till next weekend. No, no, I meant after this coming game. All right, not now, this week. This no, week. No, that's unlikely. Yep, no, I'm sticking to it. Five? Are you stick with five? Five right. plus. Five plus. So St Kilda will drop five plus players for the Eagles. Yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, okay. That's not how I had it in my head, but otherwise I'll have no certainty to talk about next week. So that's it. That's the certainty. Five plus. Yeah, I like it. I think that they should make a big call. I'd be dropping Brad Hill. Yeah, I think he's going to go. That's about as big a call as you can get. So, um, but that that's all well and good with the certainties. They're not that certain, our certainties, they're but they're very, pretty, we're very pretty confident when we say them. Well, you have to be. Imagine going in not confident with your certainty. So then we go on to the stat of the week. Are we going to do it? Is that what it's called now? Stat of the week? Oh, You've gone down here what, with what, it. What was it called? I forget. Sorry. I'm the stat man. You should listen to the original a few times and just really nut that out. <laughs> stat of the week's quite professional. I think once we've made it. No, stat man. I like the stat man. It works. We'll get so the, the Hollywood actor guy to do this. So stat the stat of the week. <laughs> but no, Statman, I love it. Statman, last week, was the highest individual score against each other. So we picked yes. one player each to beat the other player in Bont score. and Jack Rewell. Mickey had the Bont. Chris had the Rewell. Oh. Jack Rewell kicked one goal, one. Ooh. Which adds up to seven points. I've got that, yeah. I'm working out there. Are you pretty confident? No. Bont kicked one goal. Two. One. We <laughs> did seven points. Where's the tie? And you know what the worst part was? Bont. He passed one off. <laughs> no, he's 30 metres out. I'm like a 40 degree angle. He should have been able to nail it. Oh. And it went straight through the behinds. That was the winner. And he yeah. missed it. So yeah. now we work But I was, out. I was worried after that game. Because I thought, yeah, oh, I Jack was going to get that. You he kicked a goal laughing. in the... Revolt kicked a goal in the first half, I'm pretty sure, and then just disappeared. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty ballsy. Bont versus Revolt. I went non-forward versus forward. You got one goal out of 26 or something. We're counting one the goal tie. out of 12. We're counting the tie, don't worry. It's don't a tie. Worry. I'll take that. So then the stat man this week is... We drew it earlier. Which team is going to have the highest score... Of the, of the round. round. So not the biggest margin, the team with the highest score. Yeah, there are a couple I can see. Well, You go first. No, you go first. You pick one. Sydney Swans. All right, we'll have to change the, mine. The, <laughs> oh, you had them. That's why I wanted you to go first, because I was going to change mine. All right, Sydney. I, well, they just Chris can't, they'll Sydney. kick a big score, and we'll see if Essendon... They'll probably match motors. They won't necessarily try and overly defend, so... <laughs> well, Chris picked Sydney. Now I'm going to have to think about my second well, one. See, I had a second one, too. Oh, was it Adelaide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Adelaide are probably my next biggest margin that I picked. They play nice footy. But, oh, the Eagles against the Saints. All right, I'll go Adelaide. They're still just Adelaide, though, like you said. We need longer to see that they're going to be popping 20-goal scores up. I'm picking Adelaide for the highest score. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do that. Stick with that. It's, not a, it's, not, a great, it's not a great stat, man. 
I'm not totally sold on it. Like, yeah, the pick pick on the losers, <laughs> the worst team in the AFL. Yeah, no, it's but kind of going that way. With... That's okay. That's all right. We can work on that. But I think that'll be interesting stats. But but well, I mean, we bagged it a little bit in the middle. But the first couple of games and the last couple of games should be a pretty good weekend. Well, you know, those games that we bagged could and probably should be close. Yeah. So that's good. You know, it was really good on the weekend. I know they can't do it each week because the Easter Monday game. But there was one game. Like, no games overlapped each other. Oh, that, that would be a dream. And the Thursday night's the key. They have to have Thursday night footy. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Friday night's probably the only one where they could have an earlier game and then have a later game in, like, mm. Perth. I don't think they could have them totally separate. Yeah, there'd be a bit of overlap still. There would be. And, and it only worked, obviously, and because I'm, of the Good Friday. And I'm not sold on Monday night football because then there's too short a break between the weeks. You might have to play on the following Friday or something like that. But yeah. it was good to have them all separate. So it had its own individual time yeah. slot. Oh, it yeah. was great. Monday's so. a bit of a treat. How about the footy frenzy last year? I know it was a COVID thing, but get home, pop the telly on, game starting. Yeah, you That could, was magic. You could only do that for a week or so, though. Yeah, you can't yeah. do it forever. The way that they nutted it out in, what, 20 oh, days yeah. or whatever oh, it was, it was it just too like... much. It got you got oh, sick of it a little bit oh, in the I don't end. Know about that. Some of the games, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but well, you do anyway. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, I agree. And it's hard to make up a draw. I mean, you know, like Gold Coast Carlton, Collingwood GWS. Collingwood GWS on a Saturday night probably would have been an exciting game. You know, but at the maybe. start of the year when they were making the draw up. So maybe it will be still. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know how else they can change it. They put the Perth games on the Sunday really, really late to try and do that but i don't want to see four games of footy on a sunday either so. no 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 they, they, they work it out reasonably well i think you basically only got your saturday night games are the only ones that actually overlap i think yeah they? yeah that's so right i'll cop that yep oh all right we're all done magic Looking another good one to in it. the books can't wait a... to see the certainties oh, five players from st kilda for yeah. the eagles game yeah i can see it hmm. i mean that sort of evolved in the moments that while i was saying it <laughs> but I like it. An eight for Tex. Eight yeah. as a minimum. If he kicks seven or less, I'll be cursing myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll All right, everyone. next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. We'll hear us. Statman. Ooh. Ooh.